Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to All Things Internet, a show where we talk about things we see on the internet that usually have to do with the internet, um, but and Emily fact checks and researches <laughs> about 97% of the time. Sorry, I'm clefuffled. If you're listening, you see no difference, because why would you be seeing anything? If you're watching, I'm wearing an eye mask because I got a laser eye surgery, PRK, done on my eyes on Tuesday, and I'm not allowed to look at a screen until... Tuesday so a full week I'm not allowed to look at screens so uh, our show is recorded over zoom and so I'm supposed to be staring at Emily and I'm not allowed to and because I have no self-control I have to wear something to cover my eyes so that I don't stare at a screen hi welcome to today how you doing Emily (laughs) oh wait bring it in first so that people who are watching can see what your mask says oh I cannot see am I in you're, yeah, you're in. It says allegedly in quotes. And then turn your head to the left. No, to the right. And then up. Good enough. It says all things internet. Ta-da! <laughs> we got a custom face mask. <laughs> we prepared for this episode, y'all. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. So this is this is it. Luckily, <laughs> I have great people in my life that have taken care of me all week. But this is what it's come down to. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you're w- watching and not just listening and you're wondering why I'm sitting in a neon orange room, I am back in my childhood bedroom. So why? And this is Whoa, the- I have so many questions. Why is your childhood bedroom orange? Okay, here's the thing. My bedroom colors are orange. So there's a pink, a neon pink wall, a neon orange wall, a neon pink wall, a neon orange wall. Because when I was like 13 and my mom said, Emily... Like, how do you want to decorate and design your room? I said, let's do a surfing theme. Now, had had I ever once in my life. Since when are those two colors surfing? Have you ever seen the movie The Endless Summer? Probably. It was pretty popular back then. But that's what their poster colors were. Were like neon yellow, neon orange, neon pink. And so, you know, me, never been surfing a day in my life, terrified of sharks, would barely dip my toes in the ocean. I said, you know what? That seems like a solid theme for my room. In Virginia. So, um, (laughs) in Virginia. So, yeah, I'm living with my parents for the next 20 days until I head back to L.A., baby. Um, So this is what we're working with. (laughs) <laughs> la, la, la. I did glance at the screen before yeah. I put my eye mask on. And I love that you put right. the in Lizzo we trust sign back up. Well, obviously people, when I put on my like personal channel that I was, you know, moving out of my regular filming spot and into my parents' house and then eventually back to LA, one of the number one comments was like, please tell us you're taking the in Lizzo we trust sign with you. Yeah. And it's over there. I just can't hang it. So this piece of construction paper in which I've written it very sloppily, is just going to have to do for now. You're I welcome. I notice the internet gets very attached to things. Yeah. I did Twitch for like a month, five oh. years ago, and four years ago. I don't know what time is. Who knows? You can tell time. Right. I can't. No. Um, and in the background of my office in my old place, I had a door that I hung myself and incorrectly, and it wouldn't stay open. So I had a 
someone had sent me an R, like this wooden R. That, oh, I remember. Yeah, and I would you you were you've been to my my house, my old house. Yeah, uh, and I used it as a doorstop one time, and it just it worked. It worked as a doorstop, so I just kept doing it, and people would see it in the background of my Twitch streaming, and were like, "What's that?" And I'd have to explain what the R was constantly, and now yeah. everyone is like, we all kind of got attached to this R, and now yeah. I have it in my garage. Ooh, I don't need it, but I we're well, gonna like- have to like hang it somewhere in the I background i feel like it's gonna need to be somewhere yeah it made it this far we gotta like whoa 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 whoa! when you're out here uh and you're we're recording the podcast here yeah. in my garage yeah is the in lizzo oh. we trust sign gonna be here or at your apartment i feel oh i feel like it has to be because it's part of the podcast well like, we're com- like it- we can come up with a whole new like backdrop and like a professional thing happening right. with the podcast yeah so that could be your filming okay like personal yeah. yeah and we can yeah. come up or we can like duplicate it or make it cool yeah <laughs> we can make it into a neon sign you, you and my girlfriend are obsessed with neon times every time i talk Love about them. anything with design you're both like yeah. yeah and we could get a neon sign <laughs> like, i just what? i want one so bad are we a like, bar i, I don't i want like bowling alley vibes in the background <laughs> okay i don't care you're Whatever. outvoted on this one I am. on your own home you're outvoted in my own office in my business yeah. i'm outvoted somehow yep at least you you know come to terms this is what happens when you believe in a true democracy all right yeah there you go even though i am the president i'm still outvoted yeah we're your cabinet are you mm, i guess yeah all right <laughs> uh, all right enough about us and our yeah whatever yeah. um what do we got going on today? Are there any follow-ups from last week? Any blurbs? What do we got going on? Um, we just got like a bunch of regular news stories. Love, you love know, like they just, yeah. just popped into my head. Probably should be a meeting with you off the camera. We should do a positive segment where we talk about something good that happened. Ooh. I almost did that back when your mom and, and, and your mom was still doing the podcast and, you know, I was helping you guys find some stories. I almost sent you guys like a positive like episode just because everything I had been sending was like so negative, negative, negative. Well, that's what like I, that's what news is, I guess. I know. I know. And but, we can't just like ignore it because it happens to be negative. But like it does get like exhausting at some yes, point. So that's a good idea. Let's do a positive moment. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Okay, we'll that's we'll what call we'll... it. All things internet, positive moment. A positive moment that. in all things internet. Yeah. Oh, nice. I'm, yeah. I'm here for the branding. All right. Yeah. <laughs> now for the negative moments. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> all right. So we're going to start. We have to talk about Elon Musk and the whole Twitter situation. Oh, and M to the G. Listen, yeah, Twitter was why? already on the outs. Like You think? No one uses Twitter anymore. I tried to get back on. I was doing great until I got eye surgery yeah. and couldn't look at a screen anymore. Well, I feel like it's still, it's not as popular as it used to be, but it's still so influential. And so like, yeah. that's, that's why we have to talk about why him purchasing it is so dangerous. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So for those of you that don't know, Elon Musk struck a deal to buy Twitter for $44 billion, with a I, B. I have a question. In cash. Do In it. cash? Well, that just means like it's not like he's not going to do it in like assets. Like, he's he, not he's financing them... it. <laughs> I don't know what it means by in cash. I just figured that meant like he wasn't giving them like 
Like, I, I figured that meant he was transferring money. There's like, no not payment like, plan? Maybe. I just, I don't know. I Someone just much the... smarter than us explain what this means. Yes, because also, <laughs> does he have $44 billion? Yeah. I thought yeah. he um, was, like, fake rich. People are always... I no. Listen, I don't know what is going on. People no, are no, constantly no, no, no. saying things, and I don't care to look into it because I don't care that much about it. That's what you have me for. Yes. That's why you hired me. So I heard he like has owns a bunch of stock, but like can't cash in on any of it. No, 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 no. His net worth alone is 200 as of, you know, this second. It'll it'll go up by the time I'm done with the sentence. But it's uh, 264.6 billion with a B U.S. dollars. So 44. Is it 44 billion? He bought it for 44 billion is what he bought Twitter for. Like yeah. nothing. Oh, exactly. It's yeah. nothing. Right. Um, so yes, he's claiming he bought it to keep free speech alive and well, saying that he wanted to make Twitter a private company, uh, that he wanted people to be able to speak more freely on the service, which is rich because we all know the actual reason that he bought Twitter. Um, now I'm going to be very careful how I phrase, well, let me enlighten you. Well, don't, <laughs> don't say we all know because I'm in the dark here, literally. Well, it's because you haven't been able to look at a screen for the past week. It's like all, it's have, all over everywhere. I have no idea what's going on in the world. Like literally uh, no idea. Only what my girlfriend like, chooses to tell me. You're one of the other listeners then. <gasps> you know? Oh my God. I'm in the Truman Show. <laughs> yeah. We um, keep putting yes. out content of me, videos of me, but I have no idea what's happening in the real world. <laughs> It's like one of those Japanese like reality TV shows where they just like put people in a room and they have no idea what they're doing there and then they like film them and play pranks on them. That's been your life for the past week. Wait, Except is that no real? pranks because because yeah. Oh my, we got to get you on on <laughs> Japanese reality TV. It is addicting. Back when you next when you can see a screen. Okay. Um, but yes, I'm gonna be very careful how I phrase this. Um, it is my opinion. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, wink. Allegedly. Wink, wink allegedly the reason yeah the reason he bought twitter was to keep negative publicity surrounding him and his company off of one of the largest social media Uh, platforms in the world yeah of course because if you have that much money why not and that and that is how he ensures that he stays the richest and has the most money and keeps you know stocks high is because he needs to keep his brand and his image and his company in positive light Doesn't because that, happen that all is the how time? you stay rich like the wall street journal buys something or or like uh was it apple bought someone that happens all the time like a billionaire's getting a lot of bad press so they buy all yep. of the medias jeff bezos did jeff the same did. thing that's what i was thinking mm-hmm. of jeff bezos did it Yep, he bought he bought one of the Washington papers and basically since then they have never written a piece, a negative piece about him or his company or Amazon or like yeah. anything bad about his company ever again and his stocks went up. What it's, an, it's it's what an evil person thing to do. Like not saying he's evil, oh, but yeah. he is. Um in my opinion. Yes. So yes. but like that's like stop whispering. <laughs> what? Hmm? Wasn't me. <laughs> but like that is like uh like a an evil villain plot in like a superhero movie. For sure. Where's his naked cat that he's like stroking on his lap as oh. he buys Twitter for $44 billion? Mess. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So little little background um, in case you're unaware. Elon, and this is not allegedly, um, Elon Musk made his entire fortune solely 
based off of exploitation, um, as with all billionaires and one percenters in the world. So as we know, Musk owns Tesla and SpaceX, which are both a direct result of exploitation. So his workers are abused and underpaid and taken advantage of, and they aren't allowed to form unions. They get fired on the spot if they even whisper the word. So while Musk is creating, you know, rockets and jetting off in his private planes around the world, um, his workers are paying the price for it. They can't afford rent. They can't afford basic expenses. They work ridiculously long hours. They're under surveillance the entire time, and they are giving such unmanageable quotas to me that they don't even have time to go to the bathroom. Like, we could go on and on about how he has built his entire empire off of the backs of poor people. I've stated this. I don't think you can be a good person and a billionaire. No, absolutely not. Okay. You cannot be. Like... Mate, that's for another episode. But even Bill Gates, who's like such a philanthropist, I can't talk tonight. That's a weird word. I've never liked that word. It sounds like phalange, which is Phoebe. I'm like, I get it, but like, no, I don't like it. I don't like that word. It sounds something like about the vagina. Like I just think (laughs) vagina when I hear philanthropist. Yeah, I could see that. It does sound like a a disease. Um, Oh, I was (laughs) thinking disease. I was like vulva, (laughs) philanthropist. It all sounds the same to me. Your philanthropist is looking very healthy as a, as a lesbian, I should probably know that has nothing to do with the vagina, but I'm going to stick to it. There we go. Um, yeah, even Bill Gates, who like donates billions and billions and billions of dollars to charities every year, like it's still it, it all boils down to like, what are they being taxed at? Like, are they contributing yeah. to society? Are they exploiting people? Like, so even the good ones, quote unquote, it's still you cannot be a good person with that amount of money yeah um so yes so basically elon musk bought twitter in order to control one of our generation's largest news sources yeah um because he's ultimately trying to control the press because when you're exploiting people you make a lot of enemies and if those enemies have access to public press they're going to talk badly about you which is going to cause your stocks to go down yes um and so now he has the power to remove and censor it all or even if he doesn't go as far as removing it or like like tagging certain words that people aren't allowed to type what he can do now is he can control the algorithm and make sure those Mm. words don't pop up so they may not be deleted but they're you're never gonna see them on your page yeah so this is yeah this is just it's all to ensure that his company and his image all has perfect press um and he has the ability to control the stories and the narratives and all so that he can get more money because apparently 260 well i'm sure it's it's 300 billion at this point you know i don't think it has to do with the money i think it has to do with the ego i think it's both i think it i think i think it's 100 percent both he likes Um, being mr cool guy doesn't he Oh, 100 percent. That's why he was like on Joe Rogan and like Ben Shapiro and he was like smoking weed. And like he tries to be this like very relatable, like I'm just like you kind of guy, which is why he said that whole I live below the poverty line and like why he claims he doesn't have yachts and, you know, all this kind of he's trying to be Mr. Relatable to our generation because that's how you sell things. Yeah. When in reality, he is so far freaking removed from everyone else. He could never relate to us. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, when you name your kid so. XYZ, exclamation point, to the degree. Yeah. I wish that so child be- well. Same. See, I feel whatever. Anyway, we're going to move on. Um, <laughs> yeah. We just, we live in an age where newspapers and old media in general 
are so irrelevant that ev- and, and like now everyone gets their info from social media and forms their opinions based off of what social media tells them. Yeah. So that he's he's using this to control public opinion and the future of his company and his own ego. And so run sto- it's, like, do you think he'll have that big a hand? Like, will it, he only like care about his ego or will he also not let stories be posted on stuff he doesn't like? Like a 100 percent. I mean, allegedly, this is my opinion. None of this has happened yet, but it's just like it's very well recognized among experts. And like if you look back on history, this is exactly what powerful people do is they control the media because the media controls the public. Does he like Trump? Um, okay, here's the thing. He has never, to my knowledge, he has never outright come out and said, I voted for Trump. I love Trump. Zaddy Trump. I've never seen that. Only you Please. say Zaddy Trump. Yeah, we are Please. It's it's really the only person that should be Zaddy is um, Bernie Sanders. But that's for another podcast. Oh, Zaddy um, Bernie Sanders. <laughs> um, but I've never seen that. If you have, feel free to link stuff down below or comment and let me know and I would love to read up on it but what I do know is he has made comments he's very buddy buddy with do you know who Marjorie Taylor Greene is no um she is this politician that picture um Trump in female form uh but way smarter I mean she's an idiot because of her beliefs but like smarter politically wise like she knows how to get things done um very conservative very Christian very like um you know she won't outright come out and say that she believes in like white supremacy but that's basically the politics that she pushes she got banned from right she got banned from twitter i think it was last year or maybe the year before because she was posting such dangerous stuff and same thing with trump we all know that he got banned from twitter and elon has hinted that when this purchase like officially goes through and everything's put in his name, that he is going to unban those people because they deserve the right to free speech, despite their free speech doing actual damage, like well, convincing also, people not to get free vaccines. Free speech <laughs> doesn't apply to private companies. Free speech, but but it's his company. I know, but that's why, and I'm it's like, going to be. That's not. It's like I just don't think people understand what free speech is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's su- it's such a weird concept these days because, like, obviously the term free speech just makes everyone think that you can say whatever you want, whenever you want. No but I think we talked about no nothing. Right. But we talked about this in, in an earlier podcast. Just because it's free speech doesn't mean that you can go without the consequences. Yeah. You know? And, and so... It's just like people yeah, think, like, wearing not wearing a mask is their right. But when you're in a private company like if you're in a grocery store or something that is privately owned you reserve they you give up your whatever right you think you have like in public you cannot wear your mask because the federal law doesn't make you wear a mask but if a store says to be in the store you have to wear your mask like people don't understand i feel like people don't understand their rights <laughs> as an american well, citizen and if i'm being completely honest i'm i don't mean to go on like a conspiracy theory like spiral but like that is how the government likes it to be in my opinion they like to confuse the general public and they like to be ambiguous about things so that um they're not accused of being you know fascist and telling us what we can and cannot do but then but then if these people do it they can be like well no we said but they left it so ambiguous that it can be any like interpreted and used any which way and so I think, in my opinion, it is purposely done this way. Okay. And 
feel free to talk with I me about that in the comments. Yeah, I haven't thought about that. Like, I'll, I knew the it, government was being like, we're not telling you what to do. We didn't say you have to wear a mask because they wanted right. the companies to do it. I know that that's what well, they wanted to. Oh, we are t- my timer went oh. off. So we have to do a, a sponsor in like one second. Hold on. I can't see. Okay. Okay. After we're done talking about this, we'll move to a sponsor. But yeah, I think it's like well, the it, government wanted to say, we're not telling you what to do, but private companies have the right to tell you what to do. Right. They always want to put the blame and the responsibility off on someone else. And it's like, again, like we all know I voted for Biden. He's not my favorite, but it was better than Trump. But like he was so like um, panicked about getting reelected after um, the what is wrong with me? The pandemic that he wanted to be so like almost hands off and blame it on other people where he could be like, well, I didn't censor you guys and tell you you had to wear a mask. And like, you know, it was these, you know, it's just it's always wanting to pass the blame off on someone else so that you don't get in trouble so that you can ensure your spot so that you get reelected so that you can get the money. And it's just like it's this giant freaking no one wants to take responsibility because all they care about ultimately is themselves and their own money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Time. Let's move on. Let's check to see if we have a sponsor for today. Sponsor. Sponsor. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Um, was there was there anything else with Elon Musk and Twitter? That's pretty much it. You know? Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. So um there were like I don't want people thinking that like I find this whole situation funny, but like we do need to appreciate the way that especially Gen Z is handling this news. I love Gen so, Z so love much. Them, love them, love them. Yes. So I'm already so, excited for whatever you're about to tell me. Yeah. So where this situation is obviously dangerous because he's going to allow people back onto platforms, allegedly, who spread misinformation and spread hate and, and you know, all that kind of stuff. So that's dangerous. And where he's censoring his workers is dangerous. And where he's, like, ensuring the power of capitalism is dangerous. Gen Z always finds a way to make it funny. So whereas I, I understand it, we both understand it's serious, we're going to, you know, talk about the funny stuff that Gen Emily Z Emily and I both uh, have a terrible a way of dealing with trauma and that is with humor and laughter <laughs> we've had to deal with some really crappy situations together that most people would be sobbing yep. through and her and i were cracking jokes it's not healthy it's how we have no. learned to cope with humor <laughs> and it's almost healthy though because it helps us get through it until we're ready to process it yes so you know we don't ever mean to offend anyone with our humor we do try and tread yeah. lightly but yeah. continue Yes. Okay. So there were some funny conspiracy theories going around as to why he actually wanted to buy Twitter. One of them was apparently there's an old picture of him standing next to um, Ghislaine Maxwell 
um, like way back in the day at one of her like infamous parties. And so he's trying to scrub the internet of that because it pops up on Twitter every now and then. And it does get taken down eventually. But like if it's up there for more than five seconds, people it's going to be screenshotted. It. Yes. Yeah. And now a thousand more people have it. There's also um, pictures of him pre hair transplant <laughs> that they say he, he's trying to scrub off the internet. Um, apparently some child or like teen um, developed a couple years back. He developed a, a Twitter bot that tracks, and this is true, that tracks Elon Musk's flights. So anytime, so this Twitter bot, anytime Musk takes off or he lands, the Twitter bot announces it to everyone. And Elon reached out to the kid and basically said, I will give you $20,000 to dismantle this and take it down because this is not funny. And the kid was like, no, you literally made that when you farted five seconds ago, pay me more. Yeah. And so now people are joking that he's buying Twitter just so he can get rid of that bot. Yeah, I'd be um, like, give me 20 million and I'll take it down. Right. Again, he would make that in like, what, an hour? I can't math. A second. But you get the point. Yeah. Right. Um, and so then, um, of course, Gen Z and other Twitter users took it upon themselves to make fun of the situation by creating fake tweets from Elon commenting on the situation. And so one (laughs) right. So one tweet from a fake Elon account said, Well, now I'm gonna buy McDonald's and fix all the ice cream machines. And then another had him a fake account of Elon tweeting at Tom from MySpace and saying, I'm gonna rename Twitter to MySpace X. Suck on that, Tom. (laughs) And then And then another one said, now I'm going to buy Planet Fitness and take away the lunk alarm. You know, like when people drop the weights too loudly and they buzz the alarm to embarrass them. Is that real? Yeah. Wait, why? Because Planet Fitness's whole spiel is that they're trying to be like an inclusive gym that isn't like for meatheads and like they don't want anyone being embarrassed or like. And so when I accidentally drop a weight. They they watch really carefully, oh, okay. and they don't they don't do it on accidents. They do it for people that are like being okay, 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 rude about it. Um, another fake tweet said, "Now I'm gonna buy Bass Pro Shops and let everyone fish in the tank." And another one said, "Now I'm gonna buy Spotify and only play Nickelback songs." What? That was my personal favorite. <laughs> So Elon saw all of this and guess he thought it was hilarious. Or again, he was just trying to be like, oh, that's that's funny. I'm in on the I'm joke. I'm in on the in. joke. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is great. And he and even he on his actual verified account tweeted out next time buying Coca-Cola and putting the cocaine back in. <laughs> so. Wow. Okie dokie. And then the joke just. Yeah. And done. that's how you kill a joke. <laughs> and that is how you kill a joke, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Uh-huh. Oh. So um, that's it for that. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, feel free if I missed anything or um, if there's any updates, let us know because I do read the comments and I, I like seeing those. All right. Um, you ready for the next one? Yeah. Okay. It's something we've talked about. We've talked about Megan it. Fox and MGK. Oh, I was going to send this to you. Oh, yeah. I always like when you send me but stuff. But then I realized um, I was supposed to be looking at my screen. I didn't want you to yell at me. <laughs> I would have. I, I would have. I know. So. I know. <laughs> Every time I FaceTimed you and you like looked at the screen, I was like, don't look at me. And I'd go, Smash. And then I'd stop looking. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we've touched in the past. Um, I think one of the more controversial Wait, stories that pause. we touched on. Yeah. Why didn't you just call me <laughs> instead well, of I, continuing I, to FaceTime me? Here's the thing. I like being able to see your facial expressions when I say things because it calms my anxiety. Oh, because you know if I'm like actually mad or like if I'm distracted or whatever's actually happening. 
Because if I say something on the phone and then there's silence, I have no idea if you're like stewing or like you're trying to get a cup out of the cabinet. But Got if it. I'm on FaceTime, I, I can see exactly so what you're doing. So it was for your it's benefit. Very, it's very much anxiety and do- like it. Okay, you can driven. continue to yeah. FaceTime me until you're out here. Thank you. <laughs> um, so yes, we talked in the past about how Megan Fox and MGK, when they got engaged, they she wrote this weird Instagram caption about how they drank each other's blood when they got engaged. And, and she also talked about, or no, it was MGK that talked about how he specifically designed her engagement ring to hurt if she tried to take it off. Uh-huh. They, they all clarified this weekend because apparently they were tired of the backlash. Yeah. Um, so... Megan said, I guess this is a direct quote. So I guess to drink each other's blood might mislead people or people are imagining us with goblets and we're like Game of Thrones drinking each other's blood. It's actually just a few drops, but it is something we've done on purpose on multiple occasions for ritual purposes only. It is controlled where it's like, hey, let's shed a few drops of blood and each drink it. So... Okay. Thank you for the clarification. Hey, consensual is consensual. I have nothing yeah. to say on that. Consensual is consensual. You do you. Um, mm-hmm. People do and blood then, oaths. People do blood oaths, like sign things in blood and stuff. Okay. What? I'm, I'm trying to like not. I'm <laughs> trying to be open-minded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, if it's consensual and everyone's having fun, you do whatever you want. Um, yep. And then um, she, they were commenting, they were commenting um, also on the whole engagement ring debacle that mm-hmm. everyone was saying he was being controlling and abusive. Why would you create an engagement ring that would purposely hurt her? Like, that's just weird. Um, and she confirmed that the reason she didn't mind this is because they are in a consensual BDSM relationship. So as, she doesn't mind. As long as it's consensual. As long as it's consensual. Then by yeah. all means, go do your things. You are adults with your own decisions. Right. Yep. You do. Yep. That is Whatever. what you do. Yep. Um, so she also gave a direct quote for that. And she said, it's very bizarre to get judged for like, I always direct quotes are always hard because like you can't get the mannerisms in there. I know. <laughs> so sometimes it sounds like I'm stuttering, but it's like really like a dot dot dot. Yeah. Anyway, she said, "What if I'm in a BDSM relationship?" And I'm like, "Yes, is that okay with you?" Because that's what I want. So basically, she was saying they originally didn't come out and say that the reason the ring was designed that way was for a BDSM relationship because she was scared of being labeled an anti-feminist. She was scared she was going to be cast out of the feminist community for being into BDSM. Um, N- Oh, it, I can see like the that exact fear. Opposite. No, I understand I, I, that fear. I get it. Um, she is turned on by a man um, owning, not owning. I don't know the right word for it, but like being controlling in the bedroom. I think BDSM is more about like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't it like more about like pain and yeah. like. Yeah, there is an then, element of being vulnerable and controlled and yeah. stuff um, from what I've heard. I that's that's not my I don't I don't like that no but that's just me and I don't look down on anyone who likes that but um yeah I I understand that that be her thought process and I don't believe that that goes against being a feminist at all I would not think less of her as a feminist at all for that speaking up and saying what you enjoy in the bedroom which has nothing to do with your political beliefs no or like your your 
yeah, your progressive efforts. Like that is the opposite. Yeah. Like say what you want in the bedroom. That didn't used to be like allowed. So yeah. go girl, go. And you she's, know? yeah, she's doing what she wants to do and what satisfies her. And he is doing the exactly. same and it's consensual. Then I yep. think that is exactly what we want. That we're fighting for equality in every sense of the yeah. word. So that is great. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so, that sucks that she didn't, she didn't want to come out and clarify things. I know. Because she didn't want people like that's that sucks society sucks sometimes yeah it's it's kind of the theme um (laughs) so um i think we have one last okay one last thing but before we go to that let's check to see if we have another sponsor for today sponsor sponsor and we're back all right um emily what else do we got how, what time is it? How long have we been doing? Hold on. I got to check my thing. Uh, 31 minutes. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I can't see. And I'm usually the time tracker. <laughs> I got you today. All right. Sorry. Um, Thank you. All good. Okay. So two smaller news stories. So Hope Solo, um, who was the former goalkeeper for the U.S. women's national soccer team, mm-hmm. um, she ended up, I think this was like two or three weeks ago, she was found in um, a parking lot sitting in her car passed out in the driver's seat with the car running with her two small twins in the back seat. Um, and she refused to do one of those like sobriety tests in the field. And they ended up finding out later that she was very highly intoxic- intoxicated. Oh. Um, yeah. And so she um, she's entering rehab. Good. Um, yeah. So good for her. Um, she said, at this time, my energies and focus are totally directed to my health, healing and taking care of my family. Um, so, oh, and she was supposed to get inducted into the National Soccer Hall of Fame, and she asked them to postpone it until she was done with her treatment, good. which, good on you. Good on you. Yeah, her. because she said, yeah, that she said she wants sucks, to, though. sorry, continue. Look, your eyes are falling down. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a tricky situation because, like, obviously when there are children involved, everyone's going to feel some way, and then, yeah. And then when there aren't children involved, everyone's going to feel a different way. And, yeah. um, you know, alcoholism is a disease just as much as everything else. And, you know, so I hope she gets the help that she needs. And it's good to know that her kids are okay and that she's taking this seriously. And yeah, I'm glad it, we it are... came to this and not like her, like something more tragic happening. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay. So while that like still wasn't like good, you know. No, no, least, no, 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 not good at all. Know. And like, it's not like nothing happened. It's like, I'm just glad like that was the the end right right for now. yeah and now hopefully she can heal and start moving forward yes um okay so our last little news story is amanda Bynes. um <gasps> my, queen. my queen yes um oh what happened potentially oh all right yeah what happened um, i was all excited I, I forgot this so we all know I forgot this wasn't a good moment a good what is it what, a positive moment yes I'm sorry um I keep saying we all know I need to stop saying that we don't I don't know. know this is why we we're reporting on it I don't know yes I'm, all right so Amanda Bynes just got out of her conservatorship way to go good job um and she has a fiance and the the two of them report reportedly met at Alcoholics Anonymous group in 2019 while Amanda was still in her conservatorship. Um, They made their relationship very public in February of 2020, um, revealing that they were engaged on Instagram. And uh, 
Police were called to Amanda's home um, where, you know, Paul's been living. Uh, Paul's the fiance. Okay. Um, after the two got into a huge argument on Wednesday night. Um, and that is where the story could have ended. But then Amanda hopped on to Instagram, which you should not do when... You when know, I'm recovering from moment. eye surgery and I can't see the freaking post. <laughs> Amanda! She should have waited. She should have waited until Rachel Ballinger. <laughs> so inconsiderate. Yeah. Um, so she went on Instagram to share um, a bunch of videos claiming that Paul was behaving in an alarming way, that she was afraid of what he would do. Um, uh, she said, Paul told me that he stopped taking his medications. I looked at his phone and he was looking at mom and son corn. Um, he vandalized his mom's home. He broke all of her pictures and put salmon under her bed. His what? behavior is alarming. Why would you? What, the, what a weird just, thing to do. You know, just to like. Allegedly. Lock lock that knowledge away for later. He puts salmon under people's beds. Um, like you are, and you then get she, to be a different <laughs> level of person. To put fish under someone's bed. Was it cooked or was it raw? I have so many questions. Right. It was sushi. Right. Was it from Maybe Costco? he was just looking out for her. <laughs> Maybe she was hungry. Maybe she had some cats. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it was it was a very, like, erratic post of videos. Um, and she ended it with saying um, that she found a stash of crack cocaine that Ooh. belonged to him, alleging that he had been using for the past six months. Um and so all of that happened and like the police came and um and Paul told TMZ that they had a verbal dispute resulting in officers arriving at the home around 2:30 a.m. on Thursday morning. Um he also so this is Paul's side of the story. He said that Amanda had been taking his Adderall, kicked him out of the house, you know, whatever whatever. And then so all of this happened and it was very it was very weird and like everyone was kind of watching it unfold live. And then Amanda like a matter of a few hours later, got back on Instagram. She deleted all the videos and she issued an apology and retracted everything. And she said, uh, "Okay, her, her this PR is a, got this. got a hold of this." Exactly. Um, so her direct quote was, "Correction: Paul looked up milfs. Mom and sons just happened to pop up. Also, I went to CVS, bought a drug test. Paul tested clean. Paul's clean," she said. I thought Paul relapsed, but I was wrong. He drug tested for me from a drug test kit I bought from CVS. The drug test was negative for all substances. Paul and I are staying together. I'm so sorry for the confusion. So she just like gets on Instagram and is like, he puts fish under people's beds. You know, we're going to we're gonna try and work on things. <laughs> it was very like, okie dokie. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is laughing. maybe why we should... We should just, like, wait until things calm down before we start posting on social uh, media. But, like... Listen, she hasn't had control of her life. I know. I, I Slip-ups are bound yeah. to happen. I just, <laughs> I can't get over the fish. The fish. I want to know it's if that fish. was true or not. I really oh, I just am focused on the fish. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, I hope <sighs> everything is, you know, fine for them. Yeah. I just... I just the fish. I have so many the questions. Fish. If I ever run into Paul, I'm gonna ask about the fish. Paul, my dude. Paul. Let's break this down. Polly Paul. <laughs> Polly Paul. What Talk type me, of right? fish? What are we talking here? Is it the old fish? Did you just have it? Did you go purchase it? He like Where's puts it? a whole like swordfish and like slides it under her bed. <laughs> that stuff's expensive. That's an expensive prank. 
<laughs> yeah. It's, so anyway, that's right. it for that. Um, right. We also we had lots and lots and lots of requests uh, for us to cover the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. I don't um, know I'm, much about that. That's my thing is I, I because I've been moving. I've been visiting a lot of people. I'm trying to say goodbye to everyone before I head back to L.A. And so I've been just jumping from house to house to house. I haven't been able to research it properly. And as this is one thing I can say, as we all know, I refuse to report on things that I don't do research on. And yeah. so I'm going to I figure we could do it next week. There'll, okay. there'll be more material. I have time to watch things. Can I have you time to deep dive things. and then just explain everything to me? Like, because I literally yeah. don't know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So I can give like a little too long to read version in the beginning and then we can hop into the, the juicy parts. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So unless something else happens this week, that's like we have to talk about. I'd really like a right. whole summary. Okay. Because I just don't I know what's like- going on. We can do that. Okay, yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's that's it for our big news. And um, I think we only have time for questions. Hit me with it. You Are you ready? All right. Um, I had to burp. Um, God bless you. All right. Let's think. Let's think. Let's think. What activity? This one was good. What activity do you not find fun at all? Oh. I, I acted like I had an answer. I, I know. I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. <laughs> it used to just yeah. be weddings until Ooh. I yeah. started dating my girlfriend. And then we started going Aww. to weddings together in suits. And her and I, Ooh. I'm sorry, are the best dance partners in the whole world. That's an exaggeration. But we cut <laughs> up the dance floor in suits and we okay. look amazing so now weddings are like my favorite i'm trying to think of an activity that i'm like i ballet watching a ballet watching a ballet okay i had Um, to watch a lot as a kid did not like them wait why was colleen in ballet no my cousin stephanie she's amazing and i love her to pieces um she uh, did ballet her entire life and so i went and saw the nutcracker every single year and i cannot sit still that long Mm. there's no captivation for me um right I'm sure a professional, professional ballet, like top tier, whatever would be, you know, cool. But I just, I, it doesn't, it doesn't captivate me as it, as it does others. That's fine. You don't have to like everything. What, what, valid. What is yours? Golf, watching sports in general, unless Uh, like I'm, I'm with someone that's super into it and then I get really into it. Oh, I can get you into a sports game. Especially okay, if you go, go in person. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. That's a whole other So uh, I refuse to golf. I normally don't watch sports games. Um, reading novels. You know I love reading articles and, mm. like, research studies and, like, like history facts. and But, like, reading, like, a made-up novel, it has never appeared to – like, appealed to me. I've at liked all. it. I've liked it. I just, like, I fall asleep and then I'd rather okay. do something else. Yeah. So. It's just like my my mind already does so much imagining about everything. I mm. I don't need it in paper form. I'm I'm very preoccupied up here. <laughs> I've noticed, yeah, I'm going to say I've noticed that a lot of activities that I've normally I'd find boring by myself if I'm with the right people can be fun. Okay. Like like I said, do not invite me to a book club. <laughs> I will not come unless there's Tito's involved. <laughs> Oh my god! So it is generally that the right people can make activities fun. Um, yeah, 
but like solo activities i think are the ones but like a, a ballet i can't like talk to the people i'm with while it's happening so i guess oh, that's why it's boring yeah. for me i love yeah. experiencing life with other people if i'm experiencing solo the gratif- like the happiness and gratification of that thing goes down significantly like i don't have fun yeah like i can hang around and be fine being by myself but if i want to have max amount of fun or max like my best day ever it always includes other people yeah so any activity very yeah any activity i wouldn't like would be a solo thing okay i like that you recognize that about yourself yeah and that you weren't ashamed of it no i feel like a lot of times like we get shamed for being it's not even codependency we get shamed for being like extroverted sometimes like 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 we need yeah. other people in order to be happy and it's it's just like that's just how i am that's how i'm built like yeah. i cannot help it like, i've i've learned a lot in therapy to be able to like exist and not be like exist by myself and not be like sad like i always right. dread being lonely but i feel like i'm at a really healthy point in my life where i can be alone all day and just be fine and then at the end of the day i'm like all right i want to like go hang out with some people want to go have some fun right and like just because we happen to have more fun when other people are there like that's not a negative thing yeah i'm not like depressed and sad by myself which i have been in my life i've worked on it really hard but like Mm. i'm down to just i'm comfortable with myself if you're doing a thing i can't see Oh, I was, I was just making a can't relate face. Okay. Still, I still working my it. way out of the depression. I felt <laughs> the can't relate face, but I couldn't see it. You didn't know me so well. Uh, all right. Well. Yeah. All right. That's 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 all we got for today, yeah. I think. Unless cool. you have anything yeah. to add. No. Yeah. Just next week we will cover Johnny Depp. And if something big comes up midweek, we will do an emergency episode. Just nothing's nothing's really like big has popped up so far. That's fine. Um, and always always feel free to like um, either DM us on the ATI Instagram page or like I I check my DMs like every now and then if if something that we missed comes up or something you want us to cover, just let us know. Yeah. We love seeing or if what we you guys want to hear. If we misspoke at all, please let us know. We always like to do yeah. a little. Oh, we said this wrong type of thing. Yeah. Fact check our fact checking, please yeah <laughs> but be nice about it because i'll cry if you're mean Emily is sensitive <laughs> a sensitive little flower please. all right <laughs> i love you guys thanks for joining us please follow us on whatever platform you're listening to this on um give us a good review please i love you and anything else emily love you guys love you bye <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of All Things Internet. Please make sure to like and follow our podcast on whichever platform you're currently listening to it on. And make sure to follow us at Podcast ATI on Twitter, where you can ask questions and get the latest updates on our show. We love you. Thanks for listening. I'm Rachel Ballinger, and this has been All Things Internet. Hey, I'm Jillian Clare, the host of the podcast, Thanks for Coming In. I've accumulated some pretty crazy audition stories over the past 20 years, and so have my friends. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm not going to do this. And then Disney calls and is like, we need you to come test for the Ant-Man movies. I didn't know if my scene was going to get cut or not. Ooh, I could play that. Tune in every Thursday to hear your favorite actors tell the funniest, saddest, and most cringeworthy audition stories. Sometimes even the one that got away. Thanks for Coming In is available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts.